Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. I want to turn your attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I'm going to start with verse 18. I'm not going to be long tonight. And um, when you know as much as pastor does, you can say that and, you know, it's just like stuff keeps coming out. But when I say that, there's a limit on how much can come out. And so when I say I won't be long, I, I really mean I, I won't be too long. <laughs> First Corinthians 1 and 18. Doesn't it feel good to be in church? It feels so good in here. For the preaching of the cross to them that perish is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where's the disputer of the world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. Didn't learn of God by wisdom, by man's knowledge or expounded words. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching, by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. 1 Corinthians, flip over one page, 1 Corinthians 2 and 14. But the natural man, the, the, the carnal man, receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. I'm gonna to preach to you for just a minute on the foolishness of preaching. The foolishness of preaching. Lord, I feel your spirit here. I feel your power here. I feel faith here, expectation here. I feel such a sweet peace of your presence here. Pray, oh God, that you would open our understanding to your word tonight. You've called preaching 
to be the means in which we are saved. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody said amen. You can be seated. Foolishness of preaching. It is a true statement to say once you have seen the ocean, you have seen the ocean. It's a true statement. You're not lying. If you go to Florida tonight, get on the sand and look out and see that water, you can honestly say, I have seen the ocean. You can say that I read the Bible and you would not be lying. You have read the Bible. But it, while those statements may be true, it would be silly to believe that once you walk up onto the, to the beach and look out and see the ocean, it would be silly to believe that once you have seen that part of the ocean, it would be silly to believe I have seen all of the ocean. While you can say you have seen the ocean, you have not seen everything that there is to see. You have not experienced everything that there is to experience. You've, you've, not, you've not seen the frigid waters of the Arctic. You've not seen the, 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 the coral reefs and the, and the, and the undercurrents and the, and the shipwrecks and the different places that man has never been. There, there is so much more than just, well, I've been there before. I, I, I've been to the ocean before. I've, I've experienced that before. We, we know here today that, that there is much more to the ocean. It's hard to wrap your mind around the fact that there are still places in the ocean that people, that humans have never been. It's hard to wrap your mind around the fact that they are still discovering things here. They're still discovering new species and new creatures and new things and ways of the ocean. And I, I don't mean to get deep tonight. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. But, but just because you've seen the ocean doesn't mean you've experienced everything that there is to experience. And just because you have heard the preached word of God, it does not mean that you have experienced everything that there is to experience. Yes, you can say, I have heard preaching before, you can even say, I have heard that message before. But you would be foolish to believe that just because you have heard those words from that man of God before, you would be foolish to believe that you have discovered all that there is to discover wrapped up in those words that have been preached. 
preaching is foolishness. Preaching comes across foolishness because we declare a thing that has already been settled, that has already been done. It was, it is, it is to come. It tells of the beginning, it tells of the middle, and it tells of the end. We preach of a finished work. And we struggle with that. We love innovation. We love new technology and new things that, that are capable of doing greater things. And we, we struggle with complete works. Because we think once things are complete, we think, well, that's, that is what it is, and I know all there is to know. But we cannot allow the culture of this world in the pursuit of the next great thing, the next great phone, the next great technology, we can't allow the culture of this world to make us believe, well, I need a new message. I need a new doctrine. I need a new way. Listen, honey, you have not yet scratched the surface of all this thing has for you. We would be foolish to believe that just because we have heard about the cross that we know all that there is to know about the cross, but he sends a preacher to us to declare unto us the word of God, to bring revelation, to bring illumination to the scripture. You ought to, every time you walk in here, walk in with faith. I don't care if you've heard that message a thousand times, God ordained preaching for the saving of your soul how how shall they preach except they be sent preaching is not brother Chuck by wisdom or philosophy preaching requires an element that is beyond me and I am not truly preaching unless there is an element of God that is here with me in this pulpit. I cannot preach except I have been sent. And so when you understand the dynamic of preaching, you understand that every word that comes from this pulpit is not the word of man's wisdom. It's not enticing words of philosophy, but you hear the words from, your, from my pastor and our pastor. We hear the words that God wants him to say unto us. You cannot allow your faith to fail because you have heard that word before and it hasn't happened. My baby's coming home. Over and over and over. Backsliders are coming home. Your sons and your daughters are coming home. How about this one? Your body is going to be healed. How about this one? They will make it. I know it looks bad now and they just turned away. They will make it. How about this one? Your marriage can be and will be put back together. We hear, we hear words one after another. We hear them repetitively. We 
hear them over and over and over. I'm not talking about, we know, I know our pastor doesn't preach the same thing over and over, but the mistake uh, that we make as the body is that just is, is because we've heard it so many times, uh, we allow our faith to dwindle. We allow our faith to begin to fail and to fall because I heard it before, but it hasn't happened. But that is the beauty of preaching. And that is the beauty of this God that we preach about and that we serve because he sees the end from the beginning. And so if pastor comes up here and preaches a word that has not come to pass in my life, I'm going to let my faith agree again with that word. And even though it hasn't happened yet, God still can. God still will. God's still able. Backsliders are coming home. My baby will walk through these doors. My body will be healed. You've got to choose to believe in the foolishness of preaching. Don't get so educated. Don't get so educated. Don't get so smart that you get dumb. Don't get so smart that you lose that you lose belief in the simple word of God. The Bible tells us, amen, it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Every 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 part of wisdom that man has obtained will one day be destroyed. Because what man has got wisdom about is temporal things. Temporal things. Oh, you're wise about, about structures. Get wise in it. Get an education in it. Get a job. Make lots of money. Pay your tithes. Do the work of God. Do all those things. Learn about structures and do all of that. But understand that there is nothing you can do that can stop this structure from decaying one day. Learn, learn about the vehicle. Learn about how to work on cars. But you better understand that you're getting wisdom on a temporal thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn about the body. Learn about medical things and, and treatments. And we need that. We ought to be knowledgeable in these areas. Uh, learn about all of these things. Uh, but understand that there is nothing you can do to, to, to create immortality in a mortal body. You can't do it. You can get educated all you want. You can get as smart as you want to about these things. But the Bible declares that all wisdom that we, that you and I have received will one day soon be melted away. It will be washed away just like the water. It will be washed away in one swoop of his hand, consumed by fire. And the only thing that you're going to have to cling to is not your wisdom. It's not your education. It's not your knowledge. The only thing that you're going to have to cling to is the word of God and what has been preached unto you. 
Don't allow preaching to become foolish to you. Don't allow preaching to become something that you that there's not an amen in you anymore for. Don't allow the word of God. Here's my point tonight. Don't allow the word of God to just become another word, but let there always be something in you that says, I will always agree and stand on the word. Stand with me all over the building. I told you I wouldn't be long. I told you there wasn't much in the tank. Romans 4 and 18. Watch Abraham. Who against hope. Man, this scripture is so powerful. I, 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 want, you to, I want you to follow along. Romans 4 and 18. Everybody okay? Romans 4. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. It was spoken to him. What promises have been spoken to you? Are you holding on to those promises? Abraham did. So shall thy seed be, go on. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, where when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, talking about Isaac, his son, 100 years old, having a baby, praise God. Woo! Some of y'all can believe for that tonight. Amen. Some of y'all don't want to believe for that tonight. Next verse. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith giving glory to God. Next verse. And being fully persuaded what he had promised, he was able also to perform. What he has promised, man of God, lady of God, what he has promised, he is able to perform as long as you remain persuaded as long as you don't let your faith in the word of God wax cold. The Bible says in the last days that the love of many shall wax cold because of the evil that's in the world. There will be those that, that, that their heart waxes cold. They don't believe anymore. They don't believe that God can save or forgive or heal anymore. It's a wicked world and God, where's God in it? And, and there can be something in us that, 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 that becomes hardened to the word after a period of time. But you hear this young preacher tonight under the anointing of the Holy Ghost 
preaching. Preaching is the way. Amen. Preaching is the way that God ordained for us to hear his word. Preaching is the way that God ordained for us to be encouraged, for us to be strengthened, for us to believe again. God, you ought to, every time you, every every morning that you wake up, you ought to say, thank you, God, for my pastor. Thank you, God, for my preacher. Thank you, God, for the man of God that is a steady and sure voice in my life. You ought to thank God that you're a part of a church that's not changing. You're a part of a church that's not looking for a different way. It's looking to find and discover. It's looking to dive deeper into the ocean of this word. Amen. You're a part of a church that's trying to dive deeper and learn more and know more about a holy and righteous God. Don't you ever, don't you ever, don't you ever say, I don't believe it anymore, preacher. I don't believe it anymore, preacher. It hasn't happened. Uh, hear me tonight just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen trust God and trust his timing and if you faint not you're going to see it I tell you in the Holy Ghost you're going to see it you're going to see it you're going to see it I'm going to see it I'm going to see everything that God has promised to me. I'm going to see everything that God has prophesied over me. I'm going to see every word that every man of God has spoken over me because I believe that their words are the words that God gave to me. Lift your hands and thank the Lord for, the, for preaching for preaching for preaching for preaching for preaching thank you I thank you for this man of God unto me the word of the Lord thank you for my pastor thank you for every hour that he's prayed thank you for every meal that he's fasted thank you for every family event he's cut short
want to do something for your pastor? You want to do something for, for Pastor Bounds? Believe the word of God. Believe the word of God. Believe that the counsel that he gives is not of man's wisdom, but of God. You want to love your pastor? Listen to the messages your pastor preaches as if it is a message he is preaching to you face to face, one on one. You do a disservice to yourself and to your pastor if you believe that the words that come across this pulpit are for others and not for you. I do a disservice to that man if I if I feel that I need a tailored word. I need a specific word. He's been praying for it all week. He's been fasting for it all week. The foolishness. There's somebody in this room that you have lost your faith in the preached word of God. You have lost your belief in the words of God because you've heard it before. You've heard it again and you'll hear it again and you'll keep hearing it again. That's not a problem with the preacher. It's not a problem with the word. It's a problem with somewhere down the road. You let unbelief settle in your spirit. You let let unbelief settle in your life and it separated you. It separated you from his word. It separated you from the ocean of this word and so you can't discover anymore. You can't learn anymore. You can't know anymore because you don't have faith for it anymore and you've lost. You've lost your first love. You've lost the savor and the taste of what it was like to walk into this church for the first time and hear that God can bring you out. God can heal you. God can save you. God can redeem you. There's a heaven. There's a hell. You gotta get right. You've lost your first love, sir. You've lost your first love, ma'am. But it's time tonight to get it right and say, Lord, I will never, I will never not believe your words again. Done tonight, but there needs to be a response in this room. Come on, I know what I feel in the Holy Ghost. There needs to be a response in this room tonight. Service is yours. The rest of this service is yours. Whatever you do with it is up to you. You can come, you can stay, you can do whatever you want. But God's reaching for somebody to believe again. This isn't a message of judgment. This isn't a message of condemnation. This is a message of encouragement tonight for you to believe again. For you to agree with the word of God again. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.